DJ and PK in the morning, proudly presented by Mark Miller Subaru. It's time now to welcome back Jason Cole, longtime NFL reporter, Hall of Fame selector. Jason, good morning. Good morning. What's going on? The Super Bowl is set. Are you surprised? Mm-hmm. You had to have been surprised at, yeah, at but... 21-3, the Bengals got off the deck. Yeah, well, I mean, they did it earlier this year against that same team, so not completely shocked by that. In fact, I expected them to hang out. I, in this game, I didn't expect them to win. I, I thought that I thought that Kansas City would have a plan in the second half for how to score, and obviously they did not. So <laughs> I was wrong on that one. Um, but Cincinnati's – look – I thought Cincinnati was a year or two away. I thought they had to fix their offensive line a little bit more, which they still do. Um, I didn't think they were complete on defense, but I was wrong about the second part of that. They're, they figured out defensively how to fix problems that they have in, in games, especially against Kansas City in that second half. And so they pulled out a victory, so I'm not completely shocked. But if you'd asked me at the beginning of the season – would the Bengals be in the Super Bowl this year? I mean, come on, please. Yeah, Let, really. let's, let's not let's not jest with each other. I think the biggest surprise for me watching Joe Burrow. You know, I know he can throw the ball, but the couple of runs, particularly that one that he had, he had the two for the first down, but being able to get out of that pressure and find his way to get mm-hmm. to the chains. Uh, the kids just got moxie. I said last week, man, as someone who's cocky and hot is dangerous. And we expect him to throw the ball well, and then you know he's got the receiver there that he played with in college. And uh, but uh, to be able to, to do what he did with his legs on those couple of things, I got to say I was way surprised. I have to ask a question: Is "moxie" the greatest old man word that we have in in the English language? Like it should be on like those progressive ads um, <laughs> about people who are like acting like their parents, right? What's, what's the, what, mock, you, you got a better word along the line? No, no, I like moxie. I mean, I, but when I say it, and I admit this, when I say the word moxie, I feel ten years older than I am, and that's <laughs> that's that's not good. Okay, <laughs> let's just say that. Right well, at least you're not top, dead, okay? though. Swag. No, I'm not dead, but it's, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. You know, swaggerlicious would be a little bit younger, okay. but <laughs> moxie, yeah, moxie is is the older version of it. Um, yeah, look, Burrow, Burrow has. Those traits where he has exactly what Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have, right? Like Burrow, his his mind works at the speed of the game or faster. So nothing that happens seems like it's a surprise to him necessarily. I mean, he gets hit. He can get sacked. But you don't feel like he's clueless back there. Or when he escapes, he can make a big play. Like Chris Jones misses him. And he whiffed on him twice yeah. on that play. On that on that first big run, that's Chris Jones, right? But he's Burrow's never surprised by the speed of the game, and again, Garoppolo is. And this is the difference between, you know, just being a great athlete because these are these guys are amazing athletes, right? Um, and being at the upper end of it, right? And that's where Burrow is. He just he sees it. He gets rid of it, or he makes a play with his legs. You know, not that he's a great runner, but he's a good enough runner. And, and you know, that's not going to last forever. He's going to slow down a little bit. But, you know, he made these key plays 
when he had to in these games, along with the fact the Bengals have done a phenomenal job of surrounding him with talent because they've got one great receiver, one very good one, and another good one, um, you know, in Chase, Higgins, and Boyd. So, you know, hopefully, I, don't know, I haven't checked on the tight end today, you know, Uzama, but uh, if they go into that game with those guys, I think they have a chance to, to put up some points against the Rams. We often talk about how fragile confidence is, and the Kansas City offense looked brilliant for three series, three long drives, three touchdowns. They got 21 points, but their fourth drive, they don't get the field goal at the end of the half, and they're just not the same team the rest of the game. Is it is it that simple? Did you put it on something else? Yeah, I mean, look, they didn't figure out a way to get Tyreek Hill open in the second half. I mean, you know, they were throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill a lot in the first half, and the second half he didn't he didn't get very many chances. I think that was the bigger problem. Since I did a nice job of shutting him down, and they got caught up in short drives, and so as my, I think that that game that that play is a turning point, and it's critical because you know, Mahomes made two mistakes on that one. Number one, he didn't he. You know, he, you know, you have to throw that ball in the end zone, or you have to throw it away. You can't throw it in the field of play, um, and so that's number one. Number two, you just you have to get points there, um, and I think that that, you know, that put some doubt in Andy Reid's mind because he ended up talking about it in the, the first half. It was the first time a sideline reporter has ever come out with some really actually good piece of information. Because I don't remember which one it was, which sideline report it was, who um, said Andy Reid was still talking about it at the end of halftime as they came out. It's like, look, you got to let that one go and focus on forward and what you have to do next. Um, you know, mistakes happen during games. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a key turning point. I think it changed their mindset a little bit, but still, they should have had an answer for what. Cincinnati was doing because this is the second time they've seen Cincinnati in a month. You know that you're, you're supposed to know this, and Andy Reid has seen every kind of defense that anybody's going to throw at you to try and stop Tyreek Hill. Have an answer, and they didn't. I believe football is the ultimate team game, so I'm sort of torn on with Matthew Stafford because. You know, he took a lot of heat uh, not doing well in Detroit, and here he is his first year getting to the Super Bowl. So I'm wondering where you stand on putting so much credit and blame on quarterbacks, and does it absolve him and it's more on the Lions? They just stunk, and really Stafford has been good all this time. Well, we're talking about the Lions, right? Right, but it didn't didn't Um, seem like Stafford had some baggage there associated with the Lions? Or no? It's the Lions. <laughs> it's it's the Lions. Like there there are some you know like there are some teams that know they're you know they kind of fit in this realm of most teams kind of have an idea of, you know what they're doing and things fall in place. Some teams really know what they're doing and they're consistent contenders like the Steelers, the Patriots. You know those teams those teams get it. Even the Giants, even though they're down right now. They ultimately kind of get it, and they put out a competitive product most years, right? Then there are the, there's the other extreme, uh, teams that just have no clue. And the Lions are 
like they're the band leader in that one. They have the baton and they're at the front of the parade and they're marching, you know, like doing quarter time with the baton, right? In front of the band. That's them. Okay. And they don't know what they're doing. There's a team. There's a reason they've never been in a Super Bowl. There's a reason that they took the combination of Calvin Johnson and Dominican Sue and Matt Stafford and never did anything reasonable with it. Why they fired Jim Caldwell and brought in Matt Patricia. You know, I mean, we can go down the list of things, but I don't think they've won a championship since what, 1955. Like, the common denominator is the Ford family doesn't know what they're doing, and they don't know how to run a football team. And until they figure out how to run a football team, this is what they are, and that's just that's how it works with with teams. Uh, you know, you're a reflection primarily of your ownership. So, yeah, I don't really blame Matt Stafford for a lot. Sure, there's some things that he's done. You know, he's he's a little wild with the ball, and you know, he th- does some desperate things and. He's a little too courageous with his arms sometimes. I get that, okay? But he's talented, and they should have done more with him. So I put this firmly on the Lions' shoulders as where the problem comes up. So you got Rams or Bengals? Rams, the the problem I have here is the – when I saw when I watched the Bengals against Tennessee, they couldn't they just couldn't block anybody, right? He got sacked nine times. Arguably the Rams have a better pass rush. And to go with that, the Rams have a better offense slash quarterback than Tennessee does, right? So as close as the game was between Cincinnati and Tennessee, you know, if if the Rams can do the same thing defensively that Tennessee did, and I think they can, then I think they win this game because they'll put up another seven points. Instead of getting 16, they'll get 23, or they'll get 24. And just it's going to be hard for Cincinnati to match that. But it's going to be fairly close. Um, I like the competitiveness of the game. I like both quarterbacks. I like the storylines of both quarterbacks. Was the second time in NFL history that we've had two number ones going at it. The last time was Manning against Cam Newton. So I like I, I like everything that goes into this. I love the drama of it. I love the sort of underdog against the home favorite, the team that's trying to make something happen. But ultimately, if if it comes down to X's and O's, and it generally does, I like what the Rams can do just a little bit better than what Cincinnati can do. And Cincinnati can keep the score down with their defense, but they're going to give up a few plays along the way. Away from the Super Bowl for a second, how about Aaron Rodgers? Uh, what do you think is going to go down there? I mean, if you're Aaron Rodgers and you look at – you've been MVP the last two years, right? And you analyze this because Aaron – analyzes a lot of things. You know, he thinks about a lot. Um, I don't necessarily always agree with his conclusions, but I don't want to go down that um, train of thought. Do you really believe in the organization? And, you know, you used to not believe in Brian Gutekunst, the, the general manager, and the fact that he took a quarterback, um, you know, two years ago when they could have used another receiver to help him out. You know, he was angry with that. But now you're looking at Matt LaFleur going, you've been terrible in champion, in, in playoff games the last two years. You were terrible against Tampa Bay. You were worse against San Francisco this year. 
And for as good as we've been in the regular season, like I got, I only got so many bullets left. Am I going to do this with with Matt Lafleur and a GM that I, you know, sort of made up with, but sort of still don't trust? I, I got as hard as it is for him to walk away from Green Bay, and last year showed that it was hard for him to walk away from Green Bay. I think he either walks away from Green Bay and plays or he retires. I have a hard time seeing him coming back to Green Bay and going through this after two of the most spectacular years of his career have ended in infamy the last two years. It's And, and it, even really three, but, you know, that, that one three years ago, I mean, they just got dusted by San Francisco. San Francisco was just better than them. The last two years, they were better than Tampa Bay and lost. And they were better than San Francisco and lost. And that has to eat away at your soul as a competitor. So Denver would be interested in him. Pittsburgh might be interested in him. New Tampa Orleans, Bay, Carolina. I mean, we can go down the list. Tampa Bay is now in the market no, for yeah, quarterback. Like, if, do you believe Brady's... How about a third of, a, a third of the league, yes. <laughs> do you believe Brady's gone? I don't know what exactly to believe. I trust Adam Schefter's reporting. I would just say this. I mean, he's been far... He's, he's the most accurate of the guys, by far, of the guys who report on the NFL. Now, things can change and they can get weird, but I have a feeling Tom... Tom more than likely is going to retire. But we've been playing this game for five years, right? Like, when is Tom going to retire? And generally, he keeps playing. So that wouldn't surprise me either. Uh, and when his dad says he's going to com- continue to play, which is his dad said that on San Francisco radio, um, you know, those two guys are, you know, father-son. There's tight as any father and son I've ever seen. So, you know, I... I wouldn't think that his dad would just go out and say that unless he knew something. But, you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. I Someday he's going to retire if it happens this week or in the next few weeks. Um, I tip my cap. I also sit there and say I'm kind of pissed off because I'm not, I'm not done with look, watching him play. I'd like to see him continue to play at this level. At the same time, I also thank him for, you know, getting a chance to watch him play this long because it was masterful. Well, we appreciate your time. Thanks for hopping on this morning. We'll look forward to the Super Bowl, and we will talk to you again down the road, Jason. We appreciate it. Excellent, guys. Be good. Jason Cole, longtime NFL reporter and Hall of Fame selector. Join us right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, coming up at 9 o'clock. The Utah Jazz in a huge slump. Things have been going wrong. We're waiting to hear about Joe Ingles' MRI, although we all suspect what we know we're going to hear, but we'll see what happens with that. Coming up next, we're going to give away Jazz tickets. We're going to do that at 8.30. And... Where are you with the Jazz right now? How are you? How are you hanging on? We'll get to that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. This is Unrivaled. You guys are doing a hell of a job. And I think about where Utah football is today. And the fact that Utah now is playing Ohio State 
in the Rose Bowl. And I don't know if I've told you that yet, but that's what's that's what's going on. And I remember back at that time, 35, 36 years ago, where there wasn't even a snowball's chance that Utah would ever go to a Rose Bowl or ever play and compete against the Ohio State Buckeyes. That is unbelievable. Catch Unrivaled with Scott Mitchell and Alex Kieran. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Utah Jazz. Back home. Getting ready to host the Nuggets Wednesday. And the Brooklyn Nets Friday. The Knicks will be here a week from tonight, and we got a couple of tickets to see the game. If you want to go, be caller 12 right now. 855-340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE. Caller 12 gets to see the Jazz and the Knicks one week from tonight. Oh, good. Donovan Mitchell's team and his future team. Bring up Jazz fans' worst nightmares. Eastern Conference scout, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Donovan to the Knicks has been out there long before the Eastern Conference Scout, but the Eastern Conference Scout puts a timetable on it. That's new. Yeah, I was furious about it. Locke kind of blew me off. Uh, Why were you furious about it? Because it just bugs me. It just, I, it just bugs me, man. It gets under my skin. It's like the number one thing that... It's just really bugged me because it's so disrespectful for what the Jazz are trying to build. And this community isn't perfect and all that stuff. I get it. I've lived in other communities that are not perfect either. Yeah, but, but you know. Home is home, though. He's a New Yorker. If you dream to play into the Knicks, what are you going to do? Yeah, but why would you dream of playing for the Knicks? Yeah, I don't know. Beats me. I'm not a New Yorker. I wouldn't. Do his, his timeline. He's not 45, 50 years old. <laughs> I know. He doesn't remember the glory days. Right. Due to the timeline, and basically they're a team that's in the lottery. Don't you want to win? Isn't that – he gets legacy, and he knows all about the league and everything. And so legacy comes through winning in the postseason. Well, the Knicks haven't done that in his lifetime. Certainly Solid when point. he was out of diapers. Right. 99, they're the 8th seed, and they go to the NBA Finals. And since then, it's been bleak. Yeah. So it just, it just bugs me, man. It just really, really bugs me. He's only 25 years old. It's just assumed. So why did Locke blow you off? Because he didn't trust the scout? Because he thinks this is still two and a half years away from happening at the earliest? No, if it next happens. year! Next year, That's, man! The Eastern just, Conference but scout! But I thought maybe he was blown off the Eastern Conference scout. I didn't hear the conversation, so I'm trying to figure out why Locke blew uh, you just off. The, the idea of the subject. Oh. Uh, I think that wasn't anything that he wanted to address. And it was something that, what, were we going to talk about them losing again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. I did think that while I was gone. I'm like, well, they're in free fall. I'm not missing anything here. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't. I mean, every time, I, every time I clicked on it, I'd see the injury reports. i see who's out. And i think, well, they're, they're going to lose the next one. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's happened. Right. I understand that. Yeah. Be, be, be different, Mitchell. You you want to be a spokesman and you love to to, to talk and I and I support your right to say whatever it is you want to say you know as long as you're within the realm of responsibility which I think he's been whether you agree with him or disagree with him I don't really care uh, I don't think he's been irresponsible but be different man create a legacy. 
do something where it's never been done. Is is this assume that he's going to go there? I mean, it just just bothers me. This is Dwayne Wade's fault. Is it his fault? Yes. How so? What do you mean? Because he and LeBron and Bosh got together. Well, Dwayne didn't go anywhere. They he came did. to him. He didn't. What's he going to do? Say no? <laughs> not Dwayne Wade's fault. LeBron. And LeBron, if you want to go LeBron. Stay away not, from me. It's not going to. No, it's not Dwayne Wade's I'm fault. I'm tired of your talent and your. Those three form the super team, and it works. They go to four finals and they win two championships. It worked. And now. We've had a decade, and we'll probably have more. It didn't work. It failed. They, they went to four finals, they, and they won two one, titles. Not one, not two, not three, not they four. Missed, By his own words, it they failed. They missed on that. But Dwayne had one NBA title and no real cope or plan to get yeah, another they, one. They, yeah. And then the, suddenly they had the plan, and they got two more. Great. And that, that cemented his legacy as a Miami Heat Superstar, right? But where the problem is, not as the blame a Chicago is, Bulls or Cleveland or wherever else he played. Players picking cities and going and form super teams and pick one here. Come play with Mitchell. Is always going to be a problem. You got this no hip gonna, new owner. No one's going to pick here. Why not? Why They're not? Why pick not? L.A. and New York and Miami. You don't know that. Well, that's what they've been doing for a decade. Uh, Golden State. I mean, because Durant went so to join those never, guys. So then it can never change because that's the way it could. It, in. it could. You, that's you what can't I'm saying. Say it, it, Come here and do something different. Right. Enlighten our community. We're all a bunch of redneck racists. Come here and enlighten us. <laughs> okay. Show us the way. Show me the way. Come on. Do something different, man. I mean, that's the perception, so I just said it because I'm the guy who's going to say it. Well, that's a good pitch. If you can get another superstar to buy it and come here. Why not? What can't you get here? Need the third star. Why, what can't you Gobert's get here that really you can good. get someplace else? Mitchell's really good. Need the third guy. The Nets. You know, what New York Knicks have done Durant, that Utah Jazz have not done? They had Durant and Irving. That's old school Carl. <laughs> now you're just confusing everybody. Durant and Irving. And then they went and they got Harden there. And he leveraged his way in. Or out of Houston, but into Brooklyn. Right. And so, and all now, you do is buy you 5,000 headaches with Irving. And, and over here, you've got, you got Giannis. Stay, grow it organically, and make a big trade. What is this, pot? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. It was, it was all code. It was all code. You busted the code. You've got some redneck racist the pod. Yeah. Stay here, grow it, free smoke it. it. It's a free association Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and this this whole premise just really bugs me. So man. be the Bucks. You can get anything here did. that you can get anywhere else. Do what Giannis did. Nobody in the NBA was beating down a path to go to Milwaukee, and he did it. And he carved out a niche, and he'll be a legend in Milwaukee now forever. Kareem and Oscar did it, and fifty years later, Giannis did it. Well, if Giannis stays there then he'll be bigger than those two. Yeah, Oscar was right at the end of his career. And the other one leveraged out. Kareem, off to L.A. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Yeah, where he had to pay state friggin' taxes. taxes. (laughs) Can you believe it? I was driving home the other day. Your boy hammered that again. I thought of you. There you go. Uh, The whole premise, and, and 
in the first year of the deal, no I know, I know. At least with Hayward, it was at the end. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, it's the first year of the deal now. It's not like you and I haven't heard this on and off the air from listeners and from other people before this deal kicked in. We weren't even, I didn't even want to talk about it, and neither did you. We're not even in the deal that he can force his way out of yet. I mean, now at least we're in the deal where he could force his way out. I don't, I didn't hear or read what uh, Rick Bucher quoted uh, some Eastern I just told you. Saying. I know. But my <laughs> timeline on all of this has been, well, it's a five-year deal, and there's an option for the fifth year. So really, it's four years locked in, which means in the third year, you know, if he wants out and they got to get something for him, after the third year, that's where you would think the deal could happen. So I think we're still two and a half years away from this happening. I'm surprised we're obsessing about it. It's the premise that I'm obsessing right. about. That's what I would try to right. tell Locke. Well, it's not a, Mitchell can come or go. I don't mm-hmm. give a crap. Yeah. It's the premise that you can't be happy here. It just bothers me. Well, John and Carl were, and and they stayed here. And it doesn't mean somebody else oh, can't. Oh, yeah, but the they're anti-vaxxers. What the hell they know? <laughs> John fit in here better than we ever knew. <laughs> Come on. Jeez. Just read the local paper, man. How dare he? <laughs> One day, we'll see him at a Gonzaga game again. But who knows when? Yeah, and I watched the game. They who were they playing the other night? Portland, and a guy had a mask, and it wasn't even on his nose. Well, what good does that do? I know, I know. And don't then wear, today, don't LA school is... children have to wear masks. And Newsom, Magic, running around posting pictures of, of Newsom on social media, and he doesn't have a mask. <laughs> Newsom, that'll, that'll send a message. <laughs> Not really the message you want sent, but it does send a message nonetheless. In my morning show prep this morning at five o'clock, that's what I was looking at. No, really? Yeah. Well, here it is. It paid off. <laughs> Good for you. I believe you can achieve everything possible here, and it'll even be better here because it hasn't been done. Well, Giannis did it in Milwaukee, so why can't you do it in whatever NBA outpost is cold and smaller and not cool? Oh, well, Milwaukee's colder than here. We, we sat in the wind in an NCAA tournament. Yeah. Two-block two two block walk from the hotel to the arena. There ain't no 60 arena. degrees in, uh, anywhere in the state of Wisconsin. Wisconsin. In January. No. And I had it yesterday. In Utah. And it was, yeah, the it was other end of the state. So what? It's three <laughs> hours, man. Yeah. Boom. You're there. Voila. Boom. Vegas. You got every everything you need here. And I was trying to press lock on, on what, what about this ownership? I thought it's going to make a difference. Well, maybe it will. I mean, it right. hasn't played out yet, so. Yes, it has. How has it played out yet? You're again, you're hung up on Mitchell. I'm not hung up on Mitchell. I'm talking about the perception that you can be happy here. It's played out. We got Dwayne Wade to become a part owner. It's played out already. I'm not hung up on whether Mitchell stays or not, because that's not the ultimate test. Because then they'll have somebody well, else. Neither have is, somebody else. Neither have somebody is, else. Neither is Wade. I mean, that's a piece of the puzzle, and it's good. But it's because uh, yeah, he's Dwayne well, the, Wade. But the puzzle's never going to be complete. It's it's ongoing forever and ever. You're always building. Okay. That, that's true. But if you if you build the puzzle to the point you win a championship, and then later on somebody leaves, hey, back to the point you made a million times. 
Lots of people are living lots of storylines, and a couple key guys could decide to stay, and it could be glorious, and the person after that, their story's different, and they could decide to leave. That's just pro sports. So it's not like everybody's going to stay, and this is going to be the greatest place ever. For some people, it'll work. For some people, it won't. Well, yeah, I mean, there's only so much money that you can spend and so many roster spots. Right. I understand that. And, and yeah. there's only so many. And some player may want to leave to but go the fact home is, or it's to about, build some super team. Go home. That doesn't, there's, you are home. Where's home? <laughs> well, LeBron left Miami to go back to Cleveland because Cleveland was home. If he hadn't been from and Akron, he, he would have never gone back. And Fine. he did. You're right. And he so give me life. another example beyond that, then, buddy. We'll always go to that one. You got me there. Sweet. <laughs> And that's one out of 5,000 trillion billion billion. How many? Yeah. Say that again. It's 5,000 trillion billion billion. Ah, nice. <laughs> that was good. So what? I made it up. But well, I rhymed it, so I was easy, able to remember it. That was cool. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was just running through <laughs> NBA players in my mind. Who have I got? Who have I got? Who have I got? I think it's about relationships. Agreed. Everything is about relationships. Agreed. Two things. Money, relationships. Right. And... They brought Dwayne Wade on. That's it's almost like, and maybe it's even more so. It's actually more symbolic than it is. What's the word? Literal. What's the word I'm looking for? The opposite of symbolic. I, I, I think you nailed it. Okay, it is more symbolic than literal. Just okay. because a guy who's retired or and actual. forty-ish decides to be here, I mean, realistically, he he's a citizen. It's a man. Rick Majerus had so many great quotes. Rick Majerus, I'm a citizen of the world. Well, Dwayne Wade's a citizen of the world. If Dwayne Wade pops up in Miami, Salt Lake, or L.A., you're not surprised by any of it. It's three different cities and three different time zones. And you're not surprised by any of it because he's a citizen of the world. So when he commits to Utah, eh, he commits to Utah, but he's committed to Miami, he's committed to L.A., you're not surprised if you see him in any of those spots. It's different for an NBA player. And you've always said the vet... The 32- or 34-year-old is weighing his NBA free agent decisions much differently than somebody who is hitting free agency or unrestricted free agency in their early to mid-20s. Early 20s. 25, 26, 27, whatever. Yeah. Even from 26 to 32, there's a difference in the way guys perceive free agency. I think the free agency thing is overblown, too. I think it is. But when you hit, it's such a home run that it really sticks. Now, there's a bunch of free agents who go, and what happens? They go out in the second round. Or maybe even worse. I mean, Detroit Golden State did not win a title through free agency. Right. And Detroit celebrated landing Grant, and it hasn't changed anything. Well, I mean, they suck, though. I know. I mean, that, that's unfair to him. But there are a couple of free agents that hit. Uh, the Lakers leverage Shaq. Well, I mean, Bogdanovich was a hit. Yeah, he was a hit. Hasn't been a home run yet, but uh, well, maybe he, but he's be not a home line. run player. No, he isn't. Jeremy Grant's not a home run player. Right. There's like two or three of them With that are Bogey, out there. They were trying to get a third or fourth best and player on the roster. Yeah, and they did. What they were looking for, he's given them. But it's that's work. where it's overblown. Does that lead to the championship? Does it lead to the finals? Is it, it hasn't but, even led to a conference it, final yet? But it's maybe an it important will. piece. Yeah. And the, they need to, to continue to build. And, and I think that if you have people making right decisions, you can, you can get it done. And I'm probably going to go to my grave where this franchise hasn't gotten it done. 
but one of my last words is going to be, they can do it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were PK's last words? They can do it. Well, and hopefully it's, well, yeah. But And bleep you all, but, if, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> but your point is made. That's my own issues. But your point is made because Milwaukee did it. And so if Milwaukee can do it, just because Denver or Indiana or Salt Lake or whatever other city you want to throw out there hasn't done it, doesn't mean that they can't. And Phoenix is doing it. Yes. But Phoenix hasn't done it yet. They don't have a title yet. And maybe this will be the year. But they've been chasing it forever. Now they're and they've had pathetic ownership, and they still they get there. There's a massive investigation going on right now, as they have the best record in the league. As we speak, they created a hotline for anybody in the organization to call up anonymously and say he did this, this, and this, whatever right. it might be. All the stuff we've seen, all the accusations, yeah. right? So they're having a massive investigation going on. So clearly, it's not stable, but yet they got guys to come, and they drafted right. They drafted right with Booker. They drafted right with uh, Bridges. Yaden, they probably didn't draft right, but he's okay. They drafted he's ra- okay. right-ish. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a Sam Bowie. Right. It's not a lot they didn't one, completely, but it's not a Sam Bowie. They didn't completely whiff, but they didn't hit a home run either. No. Booker was a home run pick. And then they make a shrewd trade to get this old man, who at 36 is playing better than he was 26. Right. <laughs> right. For all the Jazz fans who are like, how long can Mike Conley be good? I don't know how long was Stockton good. How long, how long is Chris Paul going to be this good? I think He's Chris Paul it. has outstripped whatever expectations you had for him three years ago. He's outperformed them. Yeah, yeah. So if you do the things that are right, it can get done. And I'm sick and tired of hearing that, oh, they're just passing through. And it's always people outside of here who really haven't spent much time? That Eastern Scout. How much do you? Ta- how much time do you think that Eastern Scout sent? I, I, I'm going to make it my life's mission to find out who the hell that Eastern Scout is. Purchase a Ford fans on all you need ticket to an upcoming game and receive unlimited hot dogs, soda, popcorn, nachos, and ice cream, starting as low as thirty dollars per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call three two five twenty nine ninety nine to buy your Ford Fan Zone ticket today. And now, really? your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealer strong play of the weekend. Really? On fourth down and 10 from the 12-yard line, Matt Gay from 30 to give the Rams a lead. Snap back, hold down. The kick is on the way, and it is right down the middle. Matt Gay from 30. There it is. The Chevy play of the game, Matt Gay. The Orem High Tiger, PK, and also a Ute. How often does an Orem High Tiger? UVU. Yeah, he played UVU soccer. Two-sport two sport guy. Don't drop my Wolverines. Tiger, Wolverine, you. At BYU didn't want him. I can see why. And now he kicked his team into the Super Bowl. Literally. Yep. Had the game-tying <laughs> field goal, 40-yarder, with about, how much time is left at that point? Three or four minutes? And then they get the ball, or maybe a little more than that, actually. And then they get the ball back, and he kicks the game winner with a couple minutes left. So probably six or seven minutes left when he kicks yeah, the Yeah, those are routine kicks. As well. I, I believe an NFL kicker these days, 45 and under is routine. Yeah. They're money. Yeah. They're money. He's seven of nine in the playoffs. He did miss one. How long was it when he missed yesterday? He missed one early. 
but he was seven of nine. They're not perfect, right? He was seven of nine, and and McPherson's twelve of twelve, and kicked his team into the Super Bowl, going four for four on field goals in three straight playoff games. Fall, fall, fall. Yeah, and he's now twelve for twelve. My personalized license plates and my Jaguar. Yeah, and that was baseball. That was a baseball-driven license plate <laughs> stolen by a football kicker. Or should I have zero four four? No. <laughs> Live the dream. Put the dream on the license plate, not the reality. I keep telling myself, and did you say where you're supposed to get that? Did you finish your... So, uh, Unrivaled today at 4.50, we'll play that. And then if you uh, know, then you... Or no, what do they do at 4.50? Well, they don't I understand. It. It's, the time is flexible. You have to identify and the time is now flexible. That's what uh, you told me last week, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've heard that it's a little yeah. more flexible these days. Four fifty-ish. Yeah. Listen somewhere, to somewhere during an arrival. Some time from three to, to six. play of the game, and you need to say <laughs> Matt Gay's game-winning field goal. You win fabulous, prizes. and then you win fabulous prizes. Whatever they got that week. I have this fantasy. I'm going to get brand new car and personalized license plates, but I've yet to do it. It's like I'm I'm not good enough yet to do it. <laughs> so I won't allow myself to do it. Why not? Cuz I'm not good enough. Oh, okay. When will you be you like I'm, you know me. I mean I'm I'm a tortured soul. I don't know. That's that true. I, I don't know that I'll ever be good enough. Oh, okay. But you don't deserve a new car yet. Yeah. I've had two financially savvy to buy something that's like a year or two old cuz they, you know, when you drive them off the lot, they lose $10,000 in value. Well, and just drive around a lot. <laughs> I uh, I had a seven thousand dollar Nissan pickup truck that was brand new that we bought, but it was like twenty five years old, so I certainly hadn't arrived yet. And the one I'm I got, wait a minute, what was you were twenty five years old? When I was twenty five years old, and you paid seven grand for a brand new okay. little Nissan got pickup, it. right? Okay, yeah. so that had I was the only, the first driver, uh-huh. and then this this uh, what do I got now? What's it called? Oh, Frontier. Yeah, I'm not a big car guy, and I am leasing that from Tim Daly Southtown, and it was brand new, but I'm leasing it, and I was all paranoid on the mileage mm. that I'd be over. Mm-hmm. So for the first month, I obsessed about driving it, and then the pandemic hit, and I didn't drive it for years. <laughs> <laughs> what do I need a car for? <laughs> sat in a garage. I did the show from home for 15 months. <laughs> <laughs> and the next week will be the second of three years. And uh, so you're in good shape on the. Oh mileage yeah, I'm now. in great shape. You're good now. Yeah, just, I'm fine. Just go for go for a Sunday drive. Go to. So Wyoming. I talked to the guy Tyler, the boss down there, and he says that if you return it then less than the miles, then they can. If you want to buy it, you know, you can, they can work with you as you oh. get discounts and so yeah. forth. So yeah, so I basically just drive it down here, and then to the gym. And then uh, to golf courses when the weather's good. Other than that, not much. But th- but that's it. But I didn't feel like I can get personalized with lease. But I'm going to do it one day. And right now my leader is three fours, four four four, standing four for four. Nice. What would you be? S T A T S. I just got that. It took a second. <laughs> I've never worried about personalized license plates. People, if Snakey's going to get personalized license plates, what, what the, should, what should they be? S-T-A-T-B-O-Y. What was that again? <laughs> S-T-A-T-B-O-Y. Okay. 
PK was the one who's supposed to make fun of me, not you. Uh, that's not making fun. That's just identifying who you are. I mean, that, that's, that's, a, true. that's on the light side of making fun. That's true, it is. <laughs> I did see this personalized license plate. I guarantee you, whatever it is, it won't be political. Can you imagine getting that license plate? No. <laughs> I stopped at a red light the other oh, day. Oh, is that political? Okay, Karen. Yeah, I think that's political. Uh, it's morphed into politics, but I don't know that it started that way. Well, uh, but I could be like, wrong. It morphed I'm in like 3.2 seconds. Okay, I'm not a big political guy, so I'll have to I take took it away. as political. Maybe it isn't meant that way. I don't know how. I don't know who the driver is. It was a random red light around well, town. Well, it's not like it's Kid Rock's latest tune that he put out. What did he put out? Ho, 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 ho. Uh, it was a Santa Claus tune. It's Christmas music. No, no, no. Oh. I mean, it's uh, he doesn't like that guy named Joel. Let's put it that way. Oh, that yeah, yeah, that would be rather clear. <laughs> I listen to some of it. What is it? Uh, N N W S F or something? Whatever. What's not safe I, the, for work? The, the wow. N S F W. Oh. Yeah, not safe. For a work. lot of swearing. Okay. The Brandon chant. Uh. Now that's political. I imagine I would get something. I've never had the urge. I like to figure out oh, come on, a license plate and fun. see it. Just for yeah, fun. Yeah, give me one. It, it would be sport. If I did it, it would be sports oriented. So I give me something about, good. I thought about doing C A D R E M N. Yeah, I have no idea where you're going with this. Write it down. You will. C A. You'll get it for California. C A. California Dreaming. Yeah, see? Hey, I didn't have to write it down. <laughs> this is good because I couldn't find anything to write with. Yeah. Long about President's Day when I've had enough of winter. Now, I'd be warm. I wouldn't be safe. Oh, it depends where you are. Oh, yeah. If I didn't venture out of my property and I lived uh, in Brentwood. Although, <laughs> I don't know. You don't have to go to L.A. Somebody got slaughtered and lived in Brentwood. California. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> California is a big place, man. You can go lots of places. Yeah, but I want to be where it's warm. Pismo. Okay. Yeah, true. Central California. If it's a little foggy, you just 20 it's okay. minutes up it's the freeway. Okay. It's okay. San Luis Obispo. You go golf up there. It's warm enough in yeah. the winter. Yeah. It's warm enough. Yeah. But those are my two that I've thought of, of, of getting. Because when I was a kid... California represented. I lived in New Jersey. It represented like the promised land to me. Uh huh. You'd see all the sunshine and yeah, and all. And I was living in Jersey, and we didn't have a lot of sunshine. And from the Rose Bowl to uh, a, you ever watch Dodger games back there? Yeah, Dodger Stadium. Yeah, glorious, of course. And the funny thing is, the first time I went to it, I was in college. It we was glorious. It was. I mean, it almost took my breath away. And I was like, I was not predisposed to like it or anything from L.A., but you come up that hill, and the stadium's there, and the the stands, it's almost like the arms reaching out for a hug. So you went Berlin. It was awesome. You went Berlin? Uh, I'm struggling with the lyrics. Take my breath away! Uh, Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I didn't mean to, but I did. (laughs) There's no, nothing intentional there, but yeah. Come on, that was a San Diego-based film. Love it. Berlin. One-hit wonder? Did they do anything else? Not that I'm aware of. Hmm. Of course, I think now, 
probably I'd also have if if it were me I'd have G O U T E S. Go use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just cause some trouble. <laughs> If it were BYU, BIG one two. Nice. Someone will get that <laughs> license plate. Someone will get that. I think I actually saw somebody already had. It. I thought somebody posted something about it. Seven letters. I could just get gauchos. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you don't. Somebody know. probably has it. You don't already. know who that means. You're going to go with some junior college down in L.A. Well, actually, Glendale Community. In uh, I couldn't remember which Glendale, one. Glendale, Arizona. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Somebody in L.A. has Narbonne. it, too. Oh, Narbonne High has it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I Maybe I got the two confused. What then. does Pacific... What does BYU have in common with Santa Barbara? UC Santa Barbara. Last two teams at Pacific beat. <laughs> <laughs> that was their last win was beating before the Saturday night. Yeah, I looked it up. <laughs> they kept saying they kept saying they had this big long losing streak, and so I went. I think I went, you know, who'd they beat? So I looked it up as I was watching the game Saturday night, mm-hmm. and it was Santa Barbara sometime in December. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So they own your two schools. Yeah, there they are. The Tigers. Right. <laughs> My two schools. <laughs> Come on, dude. You went to the spring game and you and your kids outfitted in Cougar gear. No, wait, that was Ute gear. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Came straight from a rec soccer game. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And your theory on kickers and their automatic inside of 45. Matt Gay this year. Has missed four field goals, two in the regular season, two in the playoffs. Two of them plus 50. The other in the 40 to 49 range. I think you're onto something there, PK. Well, that's just observation, yeah. Yeah. DJ and PK, it's 97.5, 1280 the zone.